Well, let's man, let's not wait for these guys. They'll they'll hop on whenever. For real? Yeah. Well, actually, let me check one second. See, Joe said he's gonna hop on in about ten minutes. Tech's gonna hop on in five minutes. Lahi at 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40. Lahi multiple kids. Lahi multiples of five, it goes down. Evil. Man, dude. This is going to be on the part of This is going to be the part where we fight them. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Tonga, and you're listening to the Encouragers Podcast. Tonga, is this you? Yeah. Oh, what's up, man? What's up, bro? How's Arizona? So, oh, I'm in, I'm in uh, San Antonio now. Oh, yeah? You... Yeah. I met you before, didn't I? Yeah, I met you before in Reno. Soda? Didn't I meet you in Minnesota? Yeah. And then you left? Yep. I did the disappearing act. You saw the light before we did? <laughs> <laughs> I was the I was the escape goat. <laughs> hey, they say you trade cards? Bro, selling sports sports cards, trading. <sighs> it's pretty crazy right now. What kind of cards? Any kind of cards? Yeah, bas- mostly uh, basketball and baseball for me. Okay. Or that's that's where all the money's at, basketball and baseball. And you just buy these cards like at Walmart? Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Buy them at Walmart, um, and then you send them in and get graded. Huh? And once that rookie has like a, bond, like a good year or like a veteran, like a big card right now is Giannis. Mm. His rookie card is crazy. What do you mean you got to send it in to get graded? So they have these companies. There's two the two major ones are Beckett and uh, PSA. They grade the card based on the corners, the surface. Um, like a perfect 10 can like, that's like five times your money right there. It's crazy. All these older Palangi cats, man. You can get a card they want in like pristine condition, bro. They'll pay whatever. Especially a baseball player. Yeah, exactly. But when you buy cards from Walmart, they come with the rookie cards. Yeah, so it's like it's it's a it's a little bit of a gamble too. But like you sit, you know, people that were sitting on the you know Giannis rookie cards. Yeah. Damn, now they're like, you know, you buy these packs for ten dollars a pop, and the card might not be worth nothing. But now his cards are like the graded ones are like four hundred bucks. Do you just, is there a certain kind, like tops? Do you buy tops? Yeah, I buy tops, and then there's a, tops has a, it's like a sister company or off, it's a brand of tops called Bowman Chrome. That's what I buy baseball. And then Panini is the other company that, that has license with the NBA. So it's Panini cards. But you see them, you know, by the, by the cash register when you're walking to check out all those basketball cards and stuff. Yeah, I see them all the time. Yeah, bro. Some of those stuff, like the big name this year was Luca, the that kid that played for Dallas. Yeah. Well, there's never been a rookie that you know in a, in a long time other than LeBron, but 
that guy's rookie card is like two, three hundred before he was even graded. Before it's graded? Yeah. So then the pretty much hard part for you to do is just keep it in pristine shape. Yeah. I got boxes and boxes. I'm just sitting on cards right now. Like the minute, like next year, um, Michael Porter Jr., that kid with the messed up back. Yeah. Everybody's like sitting on his cards. The minute he starts, they just announced he was going to play. So there was even a little spike in his, his cards today. They jumped up a little just because everybody knows he's going to play in the Summer League. Yeah. So what will happen is when he starts balling out in the Summer League, everybody will start sending their cards to get graded. Once they come back, beginning of the season, we'll start making money. Damn. Yeah, but I've got like, I've got like hundreds of his rookie cards. They have like different refractors, the ones that are shiny. Those are a little bit harder to get. But the base ones, that's what everybody, people don't realize that that, that piece of cardboard, you know, in a few years, depending on how they do, can like pay for your bills, man. It, now, what if they do good? It's pretty crazy. And then their career starts to go down. Yeah, it's, you got to let go of those. <laughs> Sometimes they're just kind of, and it's, it's, a, it's a gamble, you know what I mean? Because like, um, well, Penny Hardaway, his cards were ridiculous. Even as like when I was a kid growing up, like everybody wanted that card. Everyone wanted that card. Now he's in like all the products as a veteran. Nobody really, yeah. you know. After he got injured, everything went downhill. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a gamble. But man, I don't know what Gary V did, but the freaking market is crazy right now, man. A lot of people are starting to get into it because it's easy to get into. If you're already a fan of that team, you know why wouldn't you want to collect something of that? You know what I mean? Some of the cards, you know, they have autographs and other cards will have a piece of their game-worn jersey from a specific game. And people go crazy for that stuff. Yeah, sports memorabilia. Yep, exactly. I was seeing them on a, um, a show in Vegas. Pawn Stars. Oh, yeah. Man, they always get money for that sports memorabilia. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yo, what's going on, fellas? Oh, okay. Much better. What's up, Tomo Joe? Sorry, back. This thing, this thing hella trips out if you start texting someone. Oh, okay. Hey, Tomo. What's up, bro? I had a quick question for you. Yeah. So I've been selling, uh, you know, clothes and stuff and shoes or whatnot that I'm not wearing. Is there a difference between doing the bidding for like five or seven days and selling it? Is there a difference between the two? With with uh, buy it now and bidding, yeah. Like you know, when you do the cards, do you just do buy now, or do you do like let let people bid for like five days or something like that instead of price? If it's a, uh, it depends on what card it is. But, oh, okay. uh, if you want to, if you do auctions, you always want to start and end your auction around Monday around seven. Monday around seven. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Uh, because I always do seven day. And plus, if you go seven days, it doesn't charge you that much either. You still get your ten percent. Yeah, but a lot of people buy. They don't buy on the weekends, so you won't get as much bids. Oh, I see. Right. So would you do you usually buy cards on the weekends? What's and that? Then when Monday comes, you post everything on Monday and wait to see what happens. Yeah, I'll I'll post something on the weekend if like let's say there's a baseball game or a, a basketball game. Yeah. If someone has like a ridiculously good game. I'll just do yeah. a, I'll just do a three day auction and end on Monday. 
Okay. Man, I was really wishing I had bought some basketball cards this weekend because uh, with that Kawhi Leonard shot, man, you know people are trying to buy his card. Oh, yeah, his, his stuff spikes. It's crazy. So, Donna, can you uh, give us a – can you tell us a little bit about how you got started into the uh, into the cards? and? Yeah, man, um, I started right. collecting cards a while ago, back when I was younger. I'm sure everybody did. But just recently, uh, it'll be a year in July, uh, my son was really big into Pokemon mm-hmm. cards. Mm-hmm. So we started buying – we just bought him Pokemon cards – and he would go crazy over certain cards saying how rare it was and how all his friends at home wanted it. And I just barely hit my year mark on eBay for selling shoes and stuff, like resale. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious because on eBay you can check for what the last one sold for or the average of the last sale. So I was just curious on one of the cards. It was a Charizard card that I checked. And it was from a Dollar Tree pack. It was mm-hmm. a $2 pack from Dollar Tree. And I saw on um, eBay they were selling for like 50, 60 bucks consistently, what? bro. Wow. So we immediately. A Pokemon, yeah, a Pokemon card? card? So we immediately sold that card. Um, it was a guy, it was a guy stationed in Asia. That's the first time I ever did like a customs check via, via eBay and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. after that, we took, uh, I took half of the money that we made from that Charizard, went back to the same Dollar Tree. And ended up buying the entire box because they were only two dollars a pack. Then we mm. got like mm-hmm. I can't ten or however many packs we got, but we hit the same exact card, but it was a foil card. So what that means is it was it had it was shiny, like it was a refractor. Mm. And dude, that makes all the difference. I went on, I immediately went on eBay. I wasn't thinking I was like, oh, this this card looks a little bit better than the other one. Um, it was super shiny, so I didn't think anything of it. But I went on eBay. And that one sold for two hundred. So it all started from there. Like from from that, I started, you know, just checking on old Michael Jordan cards that I remember I used to have back in the day. I still have two old booklets um, of cards, but I just went through it and just looked online, and man, it was crazy. So from then, wow. So you started uh-huh. from then. I just started buying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Buying packs and started following some people on Instagram and stuff that have been doing cards because I've been out of the game for so long. And I used to just collect. I never thought of selling or making an extra income from it. But, man, it's it's crazy. For a piece of cardboard, people pay big money. That is, that is crazy, man. So you used to, you know, collect them as a kid when you were younger. And now, several years later, you have a child of yourself and you're back into the card game. I'm back. That's crazy. I remember uh, I was talking with Tonga on like through our Instagram on, uh, you know, our Encouragers podcast show on Instagram, just through the DMs. And I, you know, we were talking about cards and Gary V. I don't know if you guys know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, but he has, you know, it's kind of like an influencer, motivator type of the, type of guy. But he recently had several posts in his social media feeds about cards and collecting shoes and all this other type of uh, stuff that we used to do back in the days is now gaining traction. There's a huge uptick in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, uh, the minute he did it, just the names that he mentioned, he was on a podcast with uh, Rich Eisen from ESPN. Oh, okay. And he mm-hmm. just came out and said, you know, the, the best investment for the next two to three, possibly five years is going to be sports cards. And he was given um, an example how you can go to Walmart 
and buy a $10 pack and pull a card that's worth a couple hundred dollars before it's even graded. And what I mean by graded is there's a couple companies out there that actually grade it on the corners, the edges, just how mint the card is, and it triples, quadruples the value instantly if you get a pristine graded card. So how do you know, how, how much do these people that are, is it a companies or these individual pe people that are grading cards or how's that work? Um, anybody can grade a card. Um, there's the two biggest or the two most respected that hold the most value in the, in the hobby um, are PSA mm -hmm. and then Beckett. So Beckett, I'm sure, I don't know if you guys ever collected cards back in the day, but Beckett used to be where everybody would go yeah. for the price guide. Oh, yeah. So, yep, yep, yeah. yep. Beckett actually grades cards as well. Um, it's a toss-up between who grades, you know, harder. Um, PSA doesn't really show, like, the actual grades per whatever they grade on. But uh, Beckett, mm -hmm. you can get a graded card. It'll show you. They're all out of 10. It'll show you, like, your corners grade, your edges grade, your surface grade, um, and all that stuff. And your centering, like, how the card is centered, right? Mm -hmm. So that... That determines the value, but exactly what Gary Vee was saying, like, you know, invest in, uh, it's, it's good to, you know, you're not going to make money overnight. You don't want to invest in uh, rookies. I mean, you can invest in rookies, obviously, but you're going to be sitting on them for, you know, a year or two or maybe even three. He was saying to invest in the Giannis, mm. and they just moved on to the playoffs during the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. And his cards are just mm -hmm. skyrocketed. It's, it's freaking crazy, man. I remember seeing those. I remember collecting cards, baseball cards back in the day. You had these, you know, paper magazines. We open up and you look up the value of your card that you yeah, got. That's back. Yep. Wow, that's crazy. We were talking about this earlier, Joe. Like everything that we used to do back in the days when we were younger, are now coming back popular because we have kids of ourselves, our, our own, or you know, you guys have kids of your own, and you're kind of like showing them what what you did back in the day. So like that value is coming back that, that type of notoriety or the old school ways, you know, like collecting shoes and yeah. baseball uh, sports cars, that's coming back. Right. So that's kind of like the, the way things are moving right now. Is that, is that right? Yeah, or, I agree. What were you talking about? Like that? The appreciation yeah. for what we grew up with now that we have kids, mm -hmm. like my son, he loves it. I just recorded mm -hmm. him today. His birthday was May 4th. Um, mm -hmm. And oh, I'm, I got a pretty good following on, on Facebook right now as far as cards go. Mm -hmm. I posted something about mm -hmm. his birthday, and then we got, like, a bunch of care packages in. And just him opening up, he's a big LeBron fan. So when he opens up a card, everybody knows that in the, in the hobby, like on our Instagram. They'll send him LeBron cards yeah. that they don't even like or, you know. And he just flips. And I can remember myself being younger at the local card shop or whatever, opening up a pack and getting a player that I really wanted and just flipping on. It was, it's just... It takes me back. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. And it's cool because, I mean, you're you're building something with your son. You know, you're you're kind of bonding in, in a way with him with something that you enjoyed growing up as 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 a kid, you know. And, you know, I, I know I have, like, baseball cards and things like that, you know, back home in Arizona. But, you know, it's kind of like one of those things now with, you know, what you're what you're doing now, Tonga, that makes me want to say, hey, you know, I'm going to be in Arizona here in a couple of weeks. I want to get all my cards and bring them back here with me. And then I can share those with my daughter and, and my son and kind of talk to them about, you know, how I got them and, you know, where I was when when I got this card type thing. So it's really cool to be able to, you know, share those things with, with your kids and, 
and whatnot. But a question that I had for you, Tonga, is do you purchase cards based on what, uh, like what sport is on? Or like, for instance, like right now, the baseball is going on, but specifically the NBA is going on. Do you buy more NBA cards now with the playoffs going on as opposed to baseball cards? Uh, I just, so while it's its season, that's when it's going to be the most expensive. So it's either, so you don't buy during season, but you always sell during season, right? Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. right now, for example, last night after Kawhi hit that shot, Kawhi's mm-hmm. graded rookie card jumped up from 80 bucks to 140 Wow. Like instantly, like mm. cons- consistent sales, like the past 10 sales were all the same, you know, just because that shot, right? So mm-hmm. I don't want to buy now, but obviously this is the time to sell, you know, when he's doing really well. Uh, mm-hmm. So right now my focus was, or just a couple months ago, was baseball. And baseball is a whole different animal. Like, it's crazy. Baseball. Yeah. I bet. Because it's all about prospects, right? Double A, triple A. They have these kids, like 17, 18-year-old kids, signing products for tops, but they're not even actually playing in the league at all, right? But their cards mm-hmm. are worth more than some of the vets that are in the league. It's pretty crazy. Mm. Like, who determines the value of all these cards? Is it's, the those companies? Or? Like, the resale value? It's mm-hmm. just the market, man. Like, for example, last... But two weeks ago, they had this product come out. It's one of the premier products of the year for basketball. It's mm-hmm. called National Treasures, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's where you get the first RPA. And RPA is Rookie Patch Autograph. It's an autograph of the rookie and a piece of their jersey, right, in a card. Mm-hmm. So Luka Doncic was the big rookie this past year. His RPAs on, on, on release date were going for 20000 no less. Oh, my goodness. And it's from like a $750 box of cards. You have the chance to hit a $20,000 card. It's crazy, man. Wow. So whoever sells the first one can kind of set the tone for the market. So he can put it up for, you know, for $50,000 and somebody buys it for 20 and everybody will start listing mm-hmm. for that 20 price because everybody thinks, hey, that's the norm. I'm going to buy it at that price. It'll be good. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So his cards are still up there. That same card that sold for 20 and it's almost a month later now. It's still eleven thousand on eBay. It's crazy. That is crazy. All for a piece of cardboard, yeah, like that's, that's not even graded. These these guys haven't even graded it. Like, I live in Texas, and Beckett is in Texas. It's in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody mm-hmm. hit the one of one Luka Doncic in a different product, and he hit it here in the card shop that I go to in San Antonio, and it was yeah, it was the evening, and he. He called his wife. His wife met him at the card shop, and they drove to Dallas five hours just to be there and get because mm. you can get it graded same day. It costs like eighty bucks, but it was a difference of you know a thousand dollars or ten thousand for him. So it was worth the drive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. It's pretty yeah. crazy, man. Wow. For, yeah, like you said, like a for a piece of cardboard. <laughs> Dang. So, like, talk us through the step. Like, how how does like let's say I want to get back into the game. Kind of explain to me what you would advise me for, you know, to get started, just to, you know, get started off. I would off. say uh, if you're just starting, I would put my money on mm-hmm. the Kevin Durant, so the Steph Currys of the world. If you can get a, if you can find a nice Steph Curry or Kevin Durant or even mm-hmm. a LeBron James, like, I don't know what your, 
your let's say you've got a hundred bucks to play with, right? Mm-hmm. Buy the best hundred dollar card you can of an established veteran that is not going to be trending down. You know, you have those people like Kobe, Jordan, um, LeBron, Giannis. Now, you know these people. These people aren't never going to trend down. Their careers already set. They've already passed their. I mean, you know, their glory days. Their cards mm-hmm. are just going to mm-hmm. keep gaining and gaining value as the years get on, right? Yeah, I, I would invest yeah. in that. To be honest, I would invest. I wouldn't invest in rookies because you're just starting out. And you'd have to wait at least a couple of years for them to develop, unless you you have someone like Luka Doncic or everybody. That, so the new hype is Zion right now. So I wouldn't say invest in Zion yet because what if it doesn't pan out, right? Yeah, especially if you're yeah. just starting. So if I if I had a thousand dollars and I could put it on anybody, I would invest in uh, Steph Curry, Durant, you know, all these guys that are still playing that they're not, you know, they're not going to, they're going to end on a high note, right? They're not going to be trending down while they're playing. So. Yeah. Right, right. So, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. You're going to ask my question, Joe. So go for where, it. Uh, like, where do you recommend going to purchase these cards? Like, do you go to like a card store or like, can somebody go to Dollar Tree? Or- Walmart. Yeah. Dollar Tree. Yeah. You can go to Dollar Tree. Um, they've got $2 packs at Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of things different with cards now. Um, they run different promos. So Target, so for example, one of the, another premier um, product from uh, Panini in basketball is called Prism. It's very affordable. Joe, I showed you that picture where I went and bought, you know, a couple thousand dollars worth of this product and just opened it at home. Yeah, yeah. These products have... Target exclusive cards in there, like, and then Walmart has an exclusive card for the same brand, right? Mm-hmm. So these cards are ex- exclusive. Where Target had one, it was called a it was a Red Ice card that you could only get from the packs at Target. So mm-hmm. if you got the better rookies or the better veterans with this specific card from Target, you get it graded. You know, Target they eventually going to run out, right? Yeah. So I mean, I. It just depends. I wouldn't go to your local card shop because you can find everything online. Mm-hmm. For you can always put in a bid or your best offer. Whereas card shops are kind of set, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So just you just go to a Walmart or Target or Dollar Tree and buy some pack and, and aren't they enclosed? Like, do you know? Does it tell you what cars are in there or just? Just, a, just, just like in back in the old days, you just gotta get lucky. Yeah, it's it's a gamble, but you know it goes back to mm-hmm. getting uh, supply and demand. The first week that Prism came out at Target, my wife and I went to two Targets mm-hmm. and we cleaned all the shelves. So Dang. the crazy thing about it is these ten dollar they call them hanger packs. Mm-hmm. You know the ones that just you know hang. Mm-hmm. The ten dollar hanger packs. There were there was there was such a demand because Luca was doing so great. That these ten dollar um, hanger packs were a hundred dollars on eBay, so yeah. it's crazy because there were no targets. Targets kind of strange; they don't restock for months at a time, and when they do, they only get a little little bit. It's crazy. Hmm. Are these are these cars made by Target or are they no, just they're made made by a company and they're sold? Yeah, they're sold at Target. They're they're made by a company called Panini. So Panini, okay, Panini. So it's like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola has, you know, Sprite, Dr. Pepper, Fanta. Same thing with Panini. They have Prism, mm-hmm. National Treasures. It's all Panini products, but they're just tiered differently, right? The cost, uh, 
the price point's different. Uh, so it's, you know, a little bit more expensive. Like that $20,000 card, you can only hit in that 750 or $1,000 box, right? Sheesh. That's crazy, man. I, to, to think of it, man, it's, when you showed me, you know, how, you know, your side business or hobby has been for you, it blew my mind, dude. I was thinking, you know, a couple of 500, $600 yeah. here. Nah, man, that was major. That's not a hobby, bro. That's yeah. a straight, steady income. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was you my biggest I... month. So those are my two biggest months. My averages yeah, are anywhere between, I see closer to four, forty five hundred a month. Just yeah. cards alone. Oh wow, man. Um, you know, after you showed me that, uh, after I said, man, like, where'd you get all these cards? And then you you showed me. The first thing I did was I went to the Walmart and was looking for the cards. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then before before I bought them, I was like, I'm gonna ask him, you know, which ones first before I get something and I think it's wrong, you know what I'm saying, before I'm investing this money into it. Um and then, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I need to I need to get in contact with him so he can, you know, I can FaceTime him and he can kind of show me which ones, you know, to kind of gravitate gravitate towards you know so um, i'm glad we're uh we have you on tonight yeah man it's it's real fun give me say i mean it's something that me and my son do but my wife does it now too like she's all part of the the whole shipping process you know what i mean sending out invoices and and all that fun stuff so it's actually turned into a little you know family business and whatnot and i i even created an llc just because yeah. uh -huh. I, I figured, hey, I might be in an, another tax bracket next year. So <laughs> yeah. you never know, right? You yeah. Never know, so. yeah. Man, that's crazy because you're kind of like, it was a hobby, you know, kind of just doing for fun. But now it's been uh, lu lucrative yeah. for you, more or less. Yeah. And then still, like, you still have energy. You still have that high energy because I've seen your, your, uh, one of your Instagram stories today. You were showing, you know, just uh, cards and mailing bubble packets yeah. or whatever right that's crazy man it definitely got my attention and all, all the rest of our yeah um, and it's guys attention. Yeah, and it's really nice to see one of the homies you know doing something that he loves and enjoys you know what i'm saying a lot of a lot of polynesians don't really like to you know go out there and show what they're doing but also be willing to you know come on a podcast or say hey if you if you have any questions like Feel free to ask, and that's that's one thing that we're really appreciative of, is you being willing to just be open about it, tell us your process, and you know, kind of just share your wisdom and energy with us. So we really appreciate that, Donna. Yeah, there's so much money in the Definitely. world, man. I don't <laughs> more than enough for me and everybody else. Yeah, exactly, man. We believe the same thing, and information changes things. That's a that's a big thing of our our podcast. Having this podcast is because information the right information going knowing where to get that information can change your life and so man big big ups to you for coming on for this quick segment yeah. for our podcast we're going to put this out tonight and share it with people um but yeah don't know where can our our listeners find you and how can when they uh contact you we don't want them to like hella blow you <laughs> up because you know you probably <laughs> we don't you know super super busy but like where can they find you how can they get a hold of you um i'm on so instagram it's uh, at underscore good vibes, G E W D V I B E S underscore. Obviously on Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook in almost a year, but I just recently created my Facebook strictly for cards because Facebook's a whole nother mm -hmm. 
you know, Facebook and Instagram's following as far as cards go, it's like the black market. It's, it's crazy. Follow Gary V, man. Gary your... V is dropping knowledge, man. Yeah. He's yeah. also, I mean, a lot of people in the in the in the hobby dislike that he's going on there saying stuff because obviously it's making the, the prices spike and people that have no idea about cards are buying certain cards, but it's good, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's not enough money around, you know? Yeah. And then just know. to have on the podcast, I'm I'm a collector first, one hundred percent. I still collect. Mm. Like me and my son collect LeBron James cards. We love LeBron James. So in no way, shape, or form am I just trying to turn a quick profit. It's something we love to do and enjoy to do as a family as well. We want to have you back on so we can ha- talk a little bit more in depth with all the rest of our guys. Mm-hmm. You know, right now it's just me and Joe, and we had Tech earlier on. But yeah, we want to get you back on so we can get you know have a little bit more concrete rundown for you so we can get you the questions and you can come back on and you know answer all our yeah. questions and also for people that are listening because this is gary v i don't know a lot of our listeners are familiar with gary vaynerchuk gary v team gary v on instagrams all over facebook um twitter but he has caused an uptick by saying you know he's a tastemaker what they call a tastemaker yeah. influencer and he's heavily talked about sports cards and all this other other stuff coming back on the play so i mean we really would love to learn about it anything that could help our people out exactly we appreciate it i appreciate you guys having on uh having me on and the message you guys spread man we do that more i appreciate you guys being open-minded learning new multi you know new streams of income exactly man definitely most definitely Maybe one of these uh, one of these months you'll start doing uh, classes on teaching people how to find the <laughs> stuff. So uh, you know, this is just our way of you know kind of just throwing some more positive vibes and positive energy out there for people who are looking for opportunities to create new streams of income, like you said, uh, but also be able to you know find something that they might actually enjoy. So hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy Tonga. And you're listening to the Encouragers Podcast.